ready to enter the Thrive Time Show on Talk Radio 1170. over there it's a bird it's a plane no it's the man it's steve martin coming to tulsa tulsa tomorrow the man the myth the legend steve martin is gonna be dude do you know i upgraded you to a suite did you all you can eat all the vodka cranberries you can drink yes yes here you know and i got your room let me let me and i got your room so you can just stumble up to your room we talked about this real quick and i want to make sure tulsa knows because the show is a show where we want to be transparent Yes, we want to be. Yes. We never want to be dishonest. No, we never want to talk about Fact things that us. people don't want to hear. Fact check. We never want to talk about things where people go, "That was so weird." That was, we I never want to do that. We that. just business all the time. Yeah, and uh, you're an optometrist, right? Correct. And you studied mathematics. My undergraduate degree, I have a BS in mathematics. So in order for me to have a sixth child, that would require me to have one more than the one I have, right? Because I have five. Yes. All right, man. So following the math here, so you have five kids. I want to have six. And as an optometrist, you, you, what do you see? What, what do we need to do to reverse that vasectomy? I mean, do you feel confident with doing the procedure? Do you feel? Yes, I, I feel I, very I feel confident. Like I can trust one, you. As a number one, I'm an optometrist, but I did take a cla- couple classes in anatomy, so I feel pretty good about the the concept of the procedure. So you can unleash so the you're, hounds. You're you're in good hands. Number one. Number so you can two. Unleash the hounds. Number two. Number two. I feel like we go to Martin and Martin. Here's 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 the play out. Got it. We go to Martin Martin. You have a couple of vodka cranberries. Pretend yeah, you, like you're on an airplane. Got it. I'm on the airplane. You're on the airplane. <laughs> and it's funny. Martin and Martin. And they've got the band, like some bluegrass band that uh, Mar- uh, Steve Martin plays with. I saw online Attention today. passengers. We have a band. It's kind of a weird plane. But uh, make sure and that you use your seatbelt if you're not aware of how seatbelts work. Steve Martin, uh, you should laugh now. This is your cute laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so I think what we do is we get enough of those in you. And then the back of the suite... Um, I get one of those uh, butter knives. Yeah, but yeah, it makes sense, man. Yeah, butter knife. I'll do what it takes. That hasn't been used much in the guacamole dip. And you just introduce them to the boys, and we're off. And I say, "Hello, how are you?" It's an optometrist. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're offering vasectomies, reverse vasectomies. And of course, you've signed the the waiver, right? <laughs> what, <laughs> what would be the waiver he would need to sign? Could you draw me up something, well, Wes Carter? Gonna, if you're going to touch his uh, boys, it better be a complete <laughs> liability waiver. Well, Thank I, you. Okay, so I get a complete I, I will liability do what it takes. waiver. I want a sixth one. I so want a sixth. I finished the procedure in due time. I even clap, stand up, and the clap the, the crowd is clapping and waving. Yes. yes. And then yes. I send you up to said room you have for the yeah, night. The suite. And, uh, the suite. And the the sad ask, things I can't tell when Clay's serious or not. Yeah, sorry to cut you off there, but No, but the, but the thing about it is that the, here's the only thing I ask. I don't ask you don't for ask payment for, no, for you the don't. procedure. No payment. No <laughs> money. Free. There'll, free. Be, there'll be no money. There'll be all no I, money. All I ask is that I know you'll produce a healthy male. I just asked that Robert would be somewhere in his name. Could that be first? Could be second? I want a sixth. Maybe child, Billy and I, Robert. I, and I get denied Clark. my request every day. I, I and I, you know what? But I try. It I put be, in the effort. I'm consistent. I'm diligent. Lead, I'm you focused. You could lead with Robert. I'll do what I need to do on a consistent nightly basis to produce a sixth. But until you help me, I'm Robert, shooting blanks. Billy Clark. I mean, we. You, but there's several combinations of names here we can use. As, as a business Robert. coach, what can I do? I, all I want to do is for my. I don't want to be sowing just, infertile seeds. Please help me. I just. You're I just gave you the keys to the kingdom. Okay. Wes is going to drop the contract. Yep. 
and you're going to be at the concert this Saturday night. Will you, you use you've some got trimmers a room. from Justin's Elf in the Room? Men's Do what? Lounge. We use some trimmers from Justin's Elf in the Room, and we use because these are from sharp items. We got some shears. We got straight <laughs> blades. <laughs> straight blades. That wouldn't tell me bringing something. I'll just use we what's there on on trim. side. They'll have. <laughs> some people are saying, "Let's a... move on." And yes. I'm okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I can't. I don't know that I can. Now, Wes, before we went to yeah. the break, you had a few <laughs> tips you were talking yeah. about. Enough so, of the Voss deference. As, as a nos, Voss as a, as a segue. So from uh, botched vasectomies to reverse vasectomies to Steve Martin to back to you, Wes. Yes, we were talking about not just employees, but sometimes you should avoid certain clients. And I had a, a gentleman tell me once that you should fire one out of every 10 of your clients as what? an attorney. Um, because in my, and maybe that's a little different in sales. I agree but, with that. I agree. Um, but in a t- I have people that can file bar complaints, and if I charge a flat fee, which I'm fond of, those difficult clients turn out to really make you earn every single penny. Yeah. Over and over and over after, yes. you've, after they've already paid you yes. the penny. So, ha- so what was the most ridiculous bar complaint filed on you? Well, <laughs> come on, you gotta have a good one. Come I on. had one. No filed. names. No We're names. Friend, you know. My first one was filed on me when I was still an undergraduate. Really? Wow. I was managing a bankruptcy law firm, <laughs> and a yeah. client filed a bar complaint on me before I even had my bachelor's degree. Was he your roommate trying to start an online legalizing hemp business or something? Is that what? Uh, was? No, but no. They, okay. they they will do some crazy stuff. So what did they say? The bar complaint. I mean, what what did they? What did you do? That you're to getting get a very personal. See, I'm trying to talk about vasectomies Shh. and Shh. things that are very. I know you're not personal at all. Hold on. Okay. So the bar complaint, if I recall, <laughs> had to do with us not getting rid of some of her debt that. The debt derived from her in a drunk driving accident. And we couldn't explain to her that when you hit someone in DUI, that's not something you can get rid of in a bankruptcy. So you were an undergraduate. So you were an intern at some law office. Well, I was, I was managing the law office, but not as an attorney, oh, as an employee. Okay. Right, right. right. Mm. So you were an employee at a law office and you yes. got a first bar complaint, which it should be really for for attorneys, right? I was kind of, I mean, as a, you know, I think I was a junior in college. I was like, hey, it's kind of cool. I got a bar complaint. I didn't even start law wow. school yet. Wow. Now, okay, so move number 18 for the art of getting things done in honor of Peyton Manning is avoid discussions pertaining to how people feel when possible. Avoid discussions pertaining about how people feel when possible. As an example... Elon Musk was interviewed right after he shot yet his third rocket that failed with SpaceX. They, he shot three attempts to, he's trying to replace NASA, shooting rockets into space. The third one blows up. A reporter's right there, and they said, are you an optimist or a pessimist? And he says, optimism? Pessimism? F that. We're going to make it happen. Um, I like and I it. think a lot of times in, in business, people go, well, how do you feel, Justin? So, Justin, I want to get your take on this because... Elephant in the room, when we started that business, how did you feel? I mean, and did you I mean and people always want to talk about how they feel? We didn't have any customers in today. I don't feel talk to me about this whole why you want to avoid talking to your employees about how they feel on a constant basis. Yeah, just don't open up those avenues. Don't ask them, what do you guys want to do today? Uh, pick your task, uh, you know, pick your assignments. How do you guys feel we should handle things? Don't do that. Because one, you're giving away your authority. Okay, they're not going to view you as the manager, the boss, or the owner just because your title says so. So you've got to, to delegate. You've got to take control of the situation. But really don't talk about emotions and feelings. Talk about facts because it comes down to it. Um, people need to be managed. They need a leader. They need a boss. And so they're not going to feel like doing the work that's in front of them 
right? But so you got to make it into a game. You make it fun. You got to make it exciting. But you'll notice that when people have things to do, that the complaining goes down, the gossip goes down, it, it, the issues go down. Look at the cities in our in our um, you know in America here where they don't have the employment's really high. They don't have things to do. There's bad things going on in those cities. They don't have things to do. But the cities where people stay busy and working, like here in Tulsa, you know, they're not out riding. They're not, you know, causing issues and problems. So you don't want them riding in your, your shop, see, right? So you can busy. Well, you're absolutely correct. And that is, is that, you know, busy hands are busy hands. And unbusy hands um, are hands that can be left to do nefarious things. And so, you know, when you come into the office, you may know it's going to be a slow day. And that's not a day to just say, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That's horrible. The, the, the sky is falling. Amanda. Amanda. I just so Who slow. dropped the ball? Who dropped you the ball? I put a lot of money and effort in this thing. This thing's now not doing well. It's, it's just it's, a slow day. It's overall, it's a slow day. You so said I was going to be busy, slow. Z. But the, the point is, though, well said, by the way, Justin, is you come in, you're the boss, you don't relinquish that authority. And you give people tasks to do, and if there's not a customer in there right now, you give them a task to do where they're productive and they're moving. You're but paying I don't, them. I don't feel like cleaning the bathroom. You know, it's like it's not really my skill set. Hey, clean, clean this parking lot. When you're done that, clean that parking lot, and then uh, their parking lot, and then and I don't feel like city. it's my highest and best use see, to like do the bathroom. Trust me, it kind of uh-huh. sorts sorts out employees pretty pretty quickly when you say, "Hey, listen, I need you to do this." But see, it's not my job. It, it is now. I wasn't hired to clean no, the bathroom. No, but that's, that, I'm joking about this, but this is something that people say all the time. They say, it's but, real, it's, but it's, this is real. But it's not my job. I, that's not my job. To it, it, and then what you say to them, it is now. Oof. It, is, it is now, and I need you to do that now in a kind, nice, pleasant way. But oh, firm, that's my job now. Firm. Firmness oh. doesn't mean meanness, Clay. Mean and firm. Okay, I get it. Okay, firm is just. You're letting them know that there's no room for wiggle. No room for wiggle. There's, there's no wiggle. I like the word wiggle, though. <laughs> there's, no, there's no wiggle room. You're being firm. You let them know what they need to do. And if they complain about it, then you're firm about, no, that's what you're supposed to do now because I'm telling you to do that. I'm your boss. I, I feel like this you. is my special purpose. Yeah, well, it's, To move everything now. I yeah. feel like I was like, cleaning the bathrooms and that's like, my special purpose. This is great. I feel empowered. Yes. Now, move, move number 19. You want to agree on a universal file naming system. I want to start with you, Wes, on this because yes. you are in a legal office where you have to save like the last version of a contract. Lots of files. Here's absolutely. an example. I see this all the time. You've worked with a client back and forth on an agreement, a settlement, an agreement, or something, and you are a highly skilled attorney, and Winters and King is no joke. Winters King is the attorney of choice for many big-name clients. you got to check out their website. If you are in need of an attorney, in my humble opinion, Tulsa's number one attorney, WintersKing.com. But you always can find the last version of the contract. You are so good at doing that. Because we go with, we'll go we go back and forth right. with like seven different, eight different, maybe 12, a lot of times even 15 different revisions of the same document. Yes, but you always save it a certain way, and because your team has agreed on a universal file naming system, you can find it. And Dr. Z, you have thousands of patients, and you can always find their prescription because you save it a certain way. I'm going to start with you, Wes, and I want to get your take on the Z. So, Wes, why is it so important? How do you guys at Winners of Kings stay organized and everyone save the files the right way? Yeah, it's not as important as what format you use, but you hit it on the head. It's that everybody uses the same format. So, but I want to save it on are, my desktop. Right, no, so... And we have a rule. Everything goes on the server. Nothing goes on your desktop because we back up the server. So if your desktop blows up, I've right. got redundancy right. built in on and the server. The word blows up is kind of fun. Yeah. So <laughs> use the same file format so we can know what's the latest version. And two, 
save it somewhere where you're backing up to a cloud or off-site. So if anything, those hard drives, you kick. I had an attorney once kick his computer over and lose everything on his hard drive on his on his local desktop. So I like to use the abbreviation. So, like, example, like, if you said contract, to me it's like C-tact, you know, because it's like C, <laughs> you know, it saves words, you know. And, like, for me, winners and king is like, WK. There you go. There you know, you and go. what happens? No one can find anything. I'm serious. This You're happens right. all right. day. That's why every one of my graphic designers, when they finish a project, John is on. I'm like, how did you say that? Because I don't. I, John tells them it's not done until it's saved right. And do not get casual because casualness causes casualties. Stop doing it. Tim Redmond, shout out. That's his quote. Notable quotable. Casualness causes casualties. Now, Z, talk to me about this. You're an optometrist. You're trying to, you know, somebody comes in. My name's Clay Clark. I'm here to get my new glasses. And they say, Okay, great. What's your name? Clay Clark. Boom. What's your phone number? Boom. And you guys always find my prescription over there, Dr. Robert Zoner and Associates. How do you stay organized? I, um, it, it, it takes me back. This topic always, 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 makes me think of days gone by. Back before we had these silly things called computers. Computers. And we had these charts. Charts. And, and, I would have my staff put on the charts on the outside of them little color-coded letters that coordinated with the person's name. And then they would put them on a big wall to file them. And you know what they would do? Uh, Burn them and uh, run around naked. They get them wrong all the time. What? And then, then Billy would come in. <laughs> Hi, my name is Billy Jacobs. My birthday is uh, four thirteen, whatever. And uh, oh, and then really? you go look for the chart. You'd be like, "There's no J A C <laughs> Jacobs. There's no we. We have no. You don't exist." Real quick, I want. When we come back, I want to <laughs> break down how to you. save things the right way because I'm telling you, the jackassery Help. is what's holding the universe Help. together. Stay Help tuned. Us. That you say keeps on bouncing around in my head When all my delusions and grandeur have turned into bad jokes instead You'll be there pointing and laughing to prove you were wiser than I Well, I'm just pretending perfection, I'm flying uncomfortably high It feels like I'm falling It feels like I'm falling Feels like I'm all in. It feels like I'm falling. All right, Thrive Nation, welcome back to the conversation. It's business school without the BS. And today we're talking about something very important for you and for me and for everybody inside the box that rocks. It's the art of getting things done. As an example, this past weekend, um, we had many, many thrivers out there just like you who are, have started asking the question over and over. They said, how can we get things done? The coaches are telling me this guy is struggling to free up even an hour of free time. He's struggling to save his files. He's struggling to make a call script. This guy is struggling to just get anything done. Well, when you hear this over and over and over with increasing rapidity as we grow the organization, I've realized that most people are struggling with the art of getting things done. They just struggle to get things done. So I reached out to a very good friend of mine who's very successful, and I said, for you in business, what was the number one, the big thing where you said, oh my gosh, once I learned that, everything changed. He says, it's just getting stuff done. 
Like I just, I couldn't get things done. I always had intentions. I knew what to do. I studied the stuff, but I never could free up the time. And I said, well, what, 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 what's going on? What happened? He goes, I just wasn't good at time management. And so that's what we're talking about is time management, a.k.a. life management, the art of getting things done. And specifically, we're talking about move number 19, that you want to agree on a universal file naming system so you don't spend your whole day trying to find a file. So you don't cry when a laptop dies. So that you're not running around disorganized. You can't build an organization if disorganization is your norm. So you cannot use acronyms. Why? Elon Musk. Mm. This is the guy who built mm. SpaceX. I'm going to read an email from Come him, on and then Come I'm going to tee it up for you, Dr. Z. He says, subject line. Now, remember, now, real quick, somebody was fired as a result of this email. I want to make sure you understand. Someone was fired for using acronyms at SpaceX. A very talented person fired because they used acronyms. He said, subject line. Acronyms seriously suck. This is from Elon Musk. There's a creeping tendency to use made-up acronyms at SpaceX. Excessive use of made-up acronyms is a significant impediment to communication, and keeping communication good as we grow is incredibly important. Individually, a few acronyms here or there may not seem so bad, but if a thousand people are making these up, over time the result will be a huge glossary that we have to issue to new people, to new employees. No one can actually remember all these acronyms, so people sit there. They don't want to seem dumb in a meeting, so they just sit there in ignorance. This is particularly tough on new employees. That needs to stop immediately, or I will take drastic actions. And he goes on to explain it. We put it on the show notes. But basically, a guy got fired because he kept using acronyms. So one of the examples he lists in his emails, he says, VTS, stop using it. It stands for Vertical Test Stand. Stop using VTS. Stop it. And he loses his mind because he's like, you can't spend your whole day answering dumb questions like, what does VTS stand for? So, Z, at your optometry clinic, how do you stay organized and keep people from making up their own acronyms we don't as have they a, go? We don't have a problem there. But when I um, bought into a bank, uh, owned a part of a bank, and then became on the board of the bank. Board of the bank. I would go to these bank meetings. I was a board of the director. And, um, Hello. Hi. Kind of a... Kind of a Kind of a big deal. See, could, you, could you light my cigar for me? You know, and uh, rich mahogany. I felt stupid the entire meetings. I'll just be honest with you. And to the point that I find, I don't know how many meetings into it, I finally went, um, guys, uh, I just, maybe I'm the only one, but what the heck does boom, boom, boom mean? Well, I tell you what, the APR is a huge issue right now. We got to talk the, to the FDIC, you know what I mean? The entire meeting was acronym, but just these. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. These letters, boom, boom, man. You know the boom, boom, boom is, uh, you know, 87% of what it was uh, supposed to be. The APY is a huge issue. And the boom, boom, boom over here was only 17%. We we add those together and we have an uh, boom, boom, boom. (laughs) And you're sitting listening, going, nodding. At first, I just kind of thought maybe I'm the only one that doesn't know what they mean, so I'm just going to nod and act like I do. And then, you know, there's enough of the meeting that made sense. I'm like, I kind of dummy my way through it. But finally, I was kind of like, okay, I may be the only one in the room, but what the crap does that mean? Well, algorithmic trading is something that I, if you don't know, you can't really, I mean, you... And they, in the banking industry, they use acronyms all the time, well, and it like drove a, me crazy. It's like a bear market with a bull, bull's bracket. And so they changed that, and they no longer do that, but... It, it's very frustrating, especially if you're new to a company, just like uh, Elon Musk was saying, and especially the people that are new to the company. They don't know what VTS means. 
you know, and then they they kind of act, they nod like they do because it. You do a study on it, and you bring an acronym into a new thing, and they talk about it. They're going to be like, "Yo, no, we got to do an FSA on yes. that beast." You know, yes. we got an FSA all over the place. FSA, you know what I mean? Yeah. The TPS reports are due now, Snortly. Yeah. Speaking of being new, can I jump in here on this? Of course, Speaking but, of being of new, oh, nice, nice segue. Oh, chop. do you see what I did there? Butter nice. chop. <laughs> Back to well, you. Okay, so I just want to get kind of real with this, guys. It's just lazy, right? Like, like, let's say you're designing, you're designing a new business card, and you save it as BCV2. Dumb. You're not saving that much time. Just type out business card version 2. Yeah, right? One of my mentors told me, he said, if you want to elongate every conversation in, the, in, the, in your day, use abbreviations. Right. I was like, Bill, that right there is profound. It's just craziness. It's craziness. What are you doing 500 cards a day that you can save a half a second on each one? It's like how I drive. Whoa, wait, wait. <laughs> oh, which is horrible, by the way. It's like, you know, you could turn on a signal, but you're like, you know what? I'll just run over this Prius. I'm in a That's Hummer. what I'll do. That's I'm in a Hummer. <laughs> let's, just, let's just go, and they have to move. And I, people say, have you ever gotten any accidents? I said, absolutely not. And they say, why? Because people are jumping into the I'm bushes. I'm a Hummer. They're scared. I've created a lot, but I've not been in a lot. <laughs> never, look, never look at the rear view mirrors. But my wife said to me, she goes, honey, your left mirror, you can't actually see. It's missing the mirror. No, I'm sorry. The, le- the left rear view mirror on the side, you can't see it. You know, the sidebar thrive or the right. Clay or the- Clark and is then- the worst certified then- driver <laughs> in the, the world. The rear view mirror, it doesn't Thank work. And goes, these are not adjusted to your height. And I'm like, I don't use them. She goes, Are you kidding me? You can adjust. I, I, I you can't can adjust even those. See out of my left eye, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> you know what so- I mean. So anyway, don't uh, save files how I drive. Don't be lazy. Furthermore, uh, if you want to help, I've registered at Uber, and you can sponsor and maybe save a life in a car accident by paying for my Uber trip. So I'm trying to actually get rid of a car. Soon soon I'm going to be car-free. That's my next move. I thought you meant you were going to start driving for Uber. No, seriously, soon I, that's what a goal I have for this year is to go into, like, just have you have a driver. The passengers would be like, Clint, do you have to do your to-do list? I get so much more done. I'm like, I'm on the phone with somebody getting stuff done. I just... Driving, Z, you've been there. It's a, it's a horrifying thing for both, not only me as the driver, but for you as I mean, I can I care about you. I, 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 is it a control thing? I mean, why wouldn't you sit in the at least the passenger seat? Is it is it really seriously Clay? Is it is it a control thing? I want to sit it in a the control. Pass- is it a control thing? I have well, I have I get motion sickness. But like, if you were driving, I've okay. I've, I've so been in a car. okay, so motion a car. sickness. That's a, a, that's a move. I've been in a car when you've driven, and I'm fine with it. It's just typically people are like, oh, okay, we're going with you somewhere. We should. You know, we should let you drive, and I'm like, no, no, you shouldn't, because I'm so bad. <laughs> it all it all started when when we were in California, and I was driving when I moved out there. Clay went with me the move, and and I was driving, and that didn't last long. And can you tee up this conversation, was, Justin? What what, what, are, what are you talking about? The California. Remember that we moved out. There. I moved out there, and remember you were you were driving with me around. If you've been to California, it's it's, it's hills everywhere, and and uh, you're. Just, Thrown up galore, and that's what it all started. I did. I got sick. And that I got day, really he vowed sick. Never yeah. to ride passenger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, when we come back, we're talking about move number twenty on the art of getting things done. Set up call recording in your office. Stay tuned. Wes Carter, Tulsa's number one attorney, perhaps America's number one attorney, in my opinion. We'll be right back after the break. It's the Thrive Time Business Coach Radio Show. Broadcasting live from the center of the universe, it's business school without the BS. Featuring optometrist-turned-entrepreneur, Dr. Robert Zellner, with USSBA Entrepreneur of the Year, Clay Clark.
Thrive Nation. We're talking today about the art of getting things done. But before we do that, if you're new to the show, my name is Clay Clark. I'm the former U.S. SBA Entrepreneur of the Year. And I typically try to make sure inside the box that rocks that we bring in only the, the cream of the crop, Dr. Z. We only want to, we don't want to have just any joker. La cream, la cream of la crop. The cream of the crop. So what we did, what we did is we, we decided, we said, you know what, let's get Tulsa's number one attorney. Let's get an attorney. Why don't you, Tulsa, why don't you Google Winter's King and the name Donald Trump? Donald Trump? I don't like him at all. I love Donald Trump. Yeah. Anyway, Google it. Winter's King. Donald Trump, Wes Carter, your firm, Winters King, you represent some of the biggest names in America in, in, in literary. I mean, you guys, you guys, you guys do do some big things there, Winters and King. And uh, recently, your 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 partner there, your your boss, your 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 guy, your the guy, Tom Winters, he's doing what with Mr. Trump? What's he doing? He is serving on a faith council, I believe, is what they have titled it. To to some of the faith leaders in the country had the opportunity to talk to the Trump and the Trump administration about the concerns in the faith community. So this is, I mean, I don't know. I wasn't called about that. I don't know if your attorney was called by that. But I'm just saying, you, you guys are, are a very successful firm. You've been doing this for a long time. You're on the show today. I'm very excited to have you here. And then Justin Moore, founder of Elephant in the Room Men's Grooming Lounge. A lot of people dream of starting a business, but you actually did it. And you actually have now three locations of the Elephant in the Room Men's Grooming Lounge. You have thousands of customers. Things are going well, right on the precipice of franchising. Precipice. Did you ever think that you would be a, a, a successful entrepreneur guy? All the time. That's all I thought about. Just, really? Oh, my gosh. You would believe it. Really? You, you always thought that? <laughs> well, I really didn't take time to think. Is somebody I just, joking here? I just, I I just did it. Yeah. I just did. I used yeah, to. Yeah. You know, I just do. When your back's against the wall, you really don't have time to think. You just you, you just go. Do. You know what you I'm saying? Do. So maybe you're in that position now, and, and you're not really focused on that, but you just know that if you put the hard work in, right, take care of the natural, the supernatural will take care of itself. But it takes hard work, and so just work hard every day, focus every day, and then a week... Um, later, and then a month later, a year later, and you'll get some growth. And I also have inside the box that rocks a, a guy who I sincerely mean this. He's my favorite male human ever. Uh, he's the best friend. Uh, he's like a business coach, dad, business, just a great entrepreneur, a great guy. Thank and, you. And I mean this so sincerely. Um, he's got great kids, great businesses. And you say some people have great kids, but they don't maybe have. Uh, a great business or they have a great business but their kids don't like them i mean i've seen the guy commit time to family and to business and so it's an honor to have him every single time he's on the show he's usually out expanding his entrepreneurial empire one day a week and so we try to keep him trapped inside the box that rocks about four days a week it's my partner my good friend dr z how are you clay i am so excited we've got a couple things coming up that are kind of a note we have the Martin and Martin event this uh, oh, Saturday. Yes, Steve Martin yes. and Martin Short, and yes. they're going to be and their 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 bluegrass band is going to be playing. Oh yeah, hell, it's so good. And, and as a side note, you I've got you. Uh, we've got sweet tickets. We're going to hang out up there. All you can eat and drink, so you can be like on a. And you're first reversing class my plane. vasectomy, so yes. I'll be able to have a. Sex and then we got your room there, so you don't have to drive home, of course, or Uber home, and you can uh, hang out there. But more importantly, we have an event coming up, and oh, I don't, come on, I don't know, I don't know what you think about it. If your kids, to me as a kid, it was a big, it was one of the biggest holidays of the year. It was a boom. It was a boom because boom. you know why? Why? Because I could through my hustle through the hustle. 
I could go door to door, knocking on the door. Ah, uh, yeah, trick or treat. And I could open up my bag, and people would just give me stuff free. Free? This is what. This is how you did. I guarantee you said, "Boom, boom, bing, bong." Give me the stuff. Let's move on. Ooh, I did. I said, "Trick or trick or treat." Hey, Smell my hey, feet. Give me kid. something good to eat. And and then what would you do? You would earmark the homes that gave you the good stuff, oh, like yeah. the full size candy oh, yeah. bars. Oh, yeah. Come on, you probably hired Snickers other kids especially. to go out for you. Got it mapped out. From <laughs> I, mean, like, I remember in the homes they gave full size Snickers. You know, I remember hitting them so many times. Oh, they're finding like. Haven't you been here Who's before? Who leaves the bucket out? Who is the bucket out? <laughs> she was such a sweet neighbor. She's like, haven't you been here before? Do you remember the lady, uh, Steve? The or, uh, uh, do you remember the, the lady there? This is this is something. This is this is a big a big one. I just mentally, I'm picturing a little Steve Curry to my mind. But you remember the, the the lady that would she would give you the absurd. Gift the thing that wasn't candy. You're the person who, because Steve Currington, one of my good friends, the, the Tulsa mortgage guy. I know that he does this to kids. I'm sure. You know the guy who gives you like the crazy, the crazy. Oh yeah. Wes, if you remember as a kid, yes. you have somebody who gave you where you're like, I wanted candy, and they gave you a gift Here's that the they Bible. handmade. Yes, I grew like up in Bible Florida. On it, and and for some reason in Florida, Halloween was always an adventure. Either. Oh, yeah? There was rumors of LSD in the candy, what? or people <laughs> were giving blades. out Razor crazy blades. stuff. Razor um, and wait, was, yeah. Did you grow up in the place where they thought that if you <laughs> if you listen to Guns N' Roses backwards, backwards. Yes. it was Satan talking? What? Yes, I, I I've been through many of those videos. Now and yeah. then when I see her face, remind, and you're going, wait, that was what? Well, <laughs> they, they, they say play it backwards. It's it's Satan yeah. Come to my place. And you're like, whoa, whoa, is that Satan talking? Yeah, if you listen back to it again, and you're oh, like, 100%. sweet child of mine, sounds like needs more people. I just want to know, if you can hear Satan's voice, whoever said that, that's the person I'm scared of. If you're like, that's Satan's voice, then I'm like, I'm scared of you. I actually have a web. I have actually have a, a very successful website called Play Eighty Songs Backwards, and it's Satan.com. It's very successful. It's I huge, know his voice personally. Huge, huge in Norway. So, Wes, the point is, we all want candy. Yes, we all want the candy. If you're a business owner, you want the candy. You want to get stuff done. You want to make us some money. So here's the next move. Move number twenty. You want to set up whoa, call whoa, recording. Whoa, 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 whoa. Time out, time out. Whoa, what? What? My big question was, what? Do you do you dress up? Do your kids dress up? Do you go door to door? I mean, what's your move on? I'm dressing up like Yoda. I'm, I'm going to dress up like Yoda this year. I'm going to do it. I'm doing. I'm like Yoda. It's a competition. Clay still gets the candy. I'm getting the candy. He's I'm dressing up like Yoda. He's on his knees down there. The kid hides. You know. That was a simple question I wanted to ask. Do people people come out to the Clark Estate that far? I mean, that's like a whole candy. Give me candy. You candy time. Candy, you give me. (laughs) That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go like Yoda. I'm just gonna talk smack. I'm gonna use the force. I'm gonna get all the candy I want. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm going out. I'm, I'm serious. I'm I, on a I mission. You. See, you gotta, come, you. you gotta come this year. I don't know what your tradition is. Yeah, you why come, don't you, you come, come with us, you dude? Come. Dude, come on. It will be sweet. I'm not you? too busy. You, you, I'm not too busy. I will come with you guys this year. Will you really? There yeah. we go. Are you committing? Yeah. I, yes, I'm committing. Yes. Yes. We're we'll go door to door. Boom. Boom. Trick or treating. Awesome. All right. Because I like the free candy. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Here we well, go. there's the candy tax. We'll talk about that. Later. That's the next episode. But. So what we're talking about is getting stuff done, and specifically when we come back, we're gonna talk about call recording. This is a move. Call recording is so important, and putting a GPS on your employees' cars. That's we're gonna talk about dirty. call dirty. recording, what? GPS what? on employee vehicles. No That's just mean. Uh, GPS on the employee on the, on the company-owned vehicles. You can't listen to my call calls. Call recording. See, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get into the stuff. We're gonna have a video recording. I mean, there's That's a lot private. of we're getting edgy. Z. 
Well, why would we do that? This is a friendly, family, fun show. We just want to make sure we're holding people accountable. You know, just making sure they're doing what they said they're doing. Making sure when we're paying them, they're actually Wait, holding producing... people accountable. Sometimes can feel mean. Well, it's because. People aren't giving you enough candy. That's the issue. Oh. You probably have some frustration about the candy thing. If you are taking your kids out this year for Halloween, look for me in the Stanford Elm neighborhood with Dr. Z. We're coming to your house to get that candy. And now, broadcasting from the center of the universe and the Thrive15.com world headquarters, it's the Thrive Time Show. Oh, yes. Trick-or-treating tips on the oh. Thrive Time Show. Get that candy, Z. Z, if you're going to get that candy, you've got to listen to today's show. you got to get that candy. If you're a kid, all you care about is candy, Jake. and you know it. Or cheat. It's former recovering DJ Clay and Dr. Z on the Thrive Time Show on your radio. We are here to help you take your business to the next level, and we're talking about the art of getting things done. And we have three mega moves coming in hot. Move 20. 21 and 22 Ooh, gotta, all get, in a row. Okay, Here we go. We gotta get serious. Come on, let's go. Andy let's Grove go. is the he's the guy who founded uh-huh. Intel. Yes. He says only the paranoid survive. Okay. So set up call recording. Z, why do you want to have call recording if you have a call center? Why would you actually want to record the calls inbound and outbound of the employees who work for you? Why does American Express do it? Why do all the big companies do it? Why would you want to do call recording? Because you have to inspect what you expect. Re- or repeat it. Repeat it. You have to inspect what you expect. But I don't want to record their calls. I want my you know, people to You just have your office it. meeting and people are nodding and taking notes and you're looking out and you're feeling good about connecting with your employees to do the thing you're telling them to do. Yeah, absolutely. I'll definitely make sure I bring energy to every yes. call. I'll follow the script. Yes. I'll do I'll it. I'll be nice. Absolutely. And kind. Yes. I won't be rude and I won't use that word you don't want me to use. I wouldn't that do it because I care about the team. And the thing, yeah. Woo. And then you're like, woo, okay. And then you listen to the first call and it's like, Oh, oh, boop, beep, boop. I actually, I, I actually have a business coach client, and I'm not kidding. This is actually how the call went. He goes, "Thank you for calling, yada yada. How can I help you?" And the customer says, "Yeah, I'm interested um, in in signing up my my child for X Y Z." And they go, "Uh, it's on the website. Um, it's on the website. If you want to do that, and they go, yeah, I know. That's why I'm calling. I was on the website, no, yeah, and I wanted to just to find out more information about moving forward." Uh, ma'am, it's on the website uh, yeah. overall, so have a good day. Just and he just straight up like hanging up yeah. on people. Boom. Dumb. Jackassery. you got to record your call. Step 22. Move 20 or move 21. Move 21 here. You've got to set up GPS if you have an employee-owned, if you have a company-owned car. This seems very big brother-ish. Oh, yeah. 1984 George Orwell kind of. If you own the car, ah. your pharmaceutical sales, as an example, I used to work with a pharmaceutical sales company, okay. True Story, okay. and he was having a hard time with his team um, getting new deals, getting referrals from doctors. And I said, oh, step okay. one, let's assume they're not doing what, whoa, where's that say? Let's assume that they're, that they're not doing what they're supposed to do. And so what we did is we went ahead and we set up the GPS on the actual vehicles, on each vehicle. And when we put GPS on the vehicle, we found, Z, that the pharmaceutical sales reps were not actually going out to, to visit the actual doctors. Z, it's a problem. Well, and that does exactly what you thought was happening because if they're not getting the new deals because they're not going out and knocking on the doors. And so... It's kind of like having a I cup know, that breaks, Z. We, it's like a broken we, cup. It's not going to retain the liquid. I know. We've done the same thing before. 
with different outside. When you have outside sales, what happens is when you hire them, they're hot and fired up, or they're going out there and bang, 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 and have some Bada success. Boom. And the worst thing that happens is you you reward them. And they're like, hey, I'm, a, I'm kind of a big deal. I actually had a client Oof. in construction was supposed to be hurt his back on the job. And when we pulled Lojack out of his car, at the time of injury, he was at the casino. True. Ooh. Ooh. True. It happens. Nice. True story. Happens. Yeah, um, so, so what happens is, is that you're absolutely correct. If it's your car, if it's your business, and you're measuring them, you should let them know that you're doing it. And then, you know, keep them accountable because it, it is what it is. It's kind of like, I don't want this to sound weird, but when I go in the bathroom here at Thrive. Yeah. On the wall next to, uh, I don't know how to say. I don't know how to say urinal. No, no, I don't say how a nice word than urinal. I don't think it's offensive. A, a urinal, a, you know, a restroom facility, a porcelain yes. palace. On chalk on the wall, it says, "Yes, I am watching your every move." Yes, yes, I do see you Instagramming and Facebooking. Yes, I am measuring your keystrokes. Yes, I am measuring you can by I, what you I, do. Clay Clark, sign Clay listen, Clark. Listen, there's a guy in our office who this, put a program called Yeah, he, he put a thing called Slack on his computer and he this is what he this is the message he sent. He goes, Clay Clark is such a beep and his wife is such a boop. And I I tell you what we're gonna do. Let's go ahead and start our own marketing company. And he's like, they're going back and forth all day during the work day, and I know who they are. Oh, by the way, I take offense to that. You are a boop, but Vanessa is not. Whoa, Z, are you playing the intro music earlier? You can no, I just you know, Chep, Butter Chep came over here and got me excited. Oh, nice. I, I take offense to that. You are a boop, but your wife, well, Vanessa, he was is saying not. Really an horrible. I just want, I just want the record. Just, he was yes. saying horrible things about my wife. Now, the other thing he was doing that's is he's untrue. going to... About and, you, yes. Yeah, true. And so he goes, he, but he was also going to an adult website during the day and just downloading massive amounts of videos after people went home. Of adult videos. Okay, well that's not that's and not so what right. I what I went ahead and did is I said, Hey, I want you to know I have all of that logged. And if we want to get real, then let's do this. But if not, it's say it's best for you to move on. But the thing is, is that there's I'm telling you, you've got to have a conspiracy theory to managing your office or you will lose. Because according to the US Chamber of Commerce, now the US Chamber of Commerce yeah, teamed up with CBS News yeah. and they, they 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 measured it, they studied, they looked at the big box stores, and we cite all this. You can find the facts on today's show notes at thrivetimeshow.com forward slash podcast. Seventy-five percent of the employees that they studied stole from the workplace and most did repeatedly. Did hey Clay. Yes. You've owned several businesses, and you've yeah. rocked them up to multi-million-dollar yeah. businesses. You've sold them, that's you've my kept move. them, you've done, you've done the thing. That's my move. Is, do you really think that's accurate? I think it's not high enough um, based upon what I have been around. So I'll give you an example. Today, we had a person, Justin and I had a meeting today, and we have one person in one of our companies who is seriously not doing their job, and thus they impacted what should be like a 60% score. To a 38% score. You know what I mean? Remember that, Justin? It was like the number should be like 60-something, 70. Yep. And one person's just straight up not doing their job. Now, he knows he doesn't do his job. So as soon as I walked out of the meeting, he looks at me and he goes, I want you to know, man, I have never been more committed to this job. And I'm selling memberships left and right. He said those words. And I'm like, no. I mean, we looked at the stats. He him, himself is the problem. But the thing is, is that people say things. But Andrew Carnegie, the world's wealthiest man at the time of his life, he said, 
The older I get, the less I listen to what people say and the more I watch what they do. Mm, come on now. So yeah. I am just very into watching your actions. Now, move 23, I want to bring this up to you, Wes, and to Justin and to Z. This is our final move we're going to cover today. Move 23, in honor of Michael Jordan, says, remove all interaction with people when possible that don't share your vision, your values, and your work ethic. So in a workplace, you have people that just do not agree with the vision of Dr. Zellner and Associates. Z, why do you have to move on when someone clearly doesn't share your vision and your values to have a affordable, value-driven optometry clinic? When they just passive-aggressively or whatever, they just do not share your vision. Well, the best news is, is that when they let you know that, mm. then you can react to it. The, the, worst, the worst ones are the ones that don't tell you. Oh, they don't agree. That's most people. Well, and then they just kind of hide in the weeds, and they just kind of wears me out. Pass like silly rumors. They they are not you know they're disingenuous. They don't they're not agreeable I in what they're doing. Them. Oh, I hate it. And, and don't you give them a task, off. and they don't get it done. They give you some nefarious reason why they didn't, but yet oh. they do just enough to kind of keep around. And those are the worst kinds because you know, it's kind of like, hey, tell me what you're thinking up front. Be a man. Be a person that is you know honest you, and open with me. And then I can deal with that. You know what that is? That's the kid that poops in the pool. Do tell. I have a lot of young kids, and we've all had young kids. You go to a party, yeah, and all of a sudden you see a flotation device that's not meant for humans, you know. Yes. And, and you see the kid who's got it's the not gr- a Snickers bar. He's got the gr- <laughs> he's got the grin on his face. Yeah. And you're like, did you just release? I just poked in the pool. <laughs> no, I'm serious. And it, it contaminates it for everybody, but he doesn't like openly admit it. Yeah. That's what it's like. It's like swimming in that pool. Yes. Wes Carter, talk to me about this. Why is it so important that the entrepreneurs <laughs> listening to this show, they have to remove people from their company that don't share their vision? Well, they turn out to be cancers. I mean, what, what do I call them a lot of or whisper campaigns. I do a lot with nonprofits, and nonprofit splits happen. People start whispering whisper, and stories. Whisper. And here's my, my other point maybe I can share is I tell my clients a lot, you have to tell people the story or they'll make it up on their own. Oh, wow. And so if it, and that happens a lot. If you don't give them the opportunity to make up the story, you have to make the narrative yourself. Now, Thrive Nation, Justin, quickly, why do you have to fire people that don't share the vision, my friend? Because they would destroy yours. Bottom line. Bottom Ooh. line. Bottom wow. line. Wow. Okay. Now, Thrive Nation, here we go. We have four ways to serve you, four ways to help you, but we can't help you if you don't interact. So if you go to thrivetimeshow.com, you can find all four. One is we have the world's best podcast. Two, we have the world's best in-person workshops. Three, we have the world's best business coaching. Four, we have the world's best online, most affordable business school. It's just a dollar for the first month. Go to thrivetimeshow.com to get the goodies. My name is Clay Clark. I'm a business coach. You've been listening to the Thrive Time Show on the radio. And as always, three, two, two one, one, boom! Business coach. Business coaches.